Welcome to another episode of Autonomy Bytes, a program dedicated to keeping you up to date on the latest trends, technologies, and applications of autonomous systems. Each episode highlights interviews with leading experts to provide their insights and opinions in a format that is both educational and hopefully entertaining. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Ryan Smith, experimental test pilot and aviation industry consultant. And of course, I'm joined today, as always, by my co-host, Dr. Andrew Shepard, Executive Director and Chief Scientist of Unmanned Aerial Systems, or UAS, at the Sinclair College National UAS Training and Certification Center located in Dayton, Ohio. Someday, Andrew, I will get your entire title out without messing up one of those words, but that day was not today, so <laughs> so next time. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank Sinclair for being the show sponsor. Andrew, how are you? Welcome. I'm uh, I'm great, Ryan, and uh, it's a long title. It keeps getting longer, so uh, you're fine. But uh, yeah, really, uh, really excited to be here today. This is an, another exciting show. Um, you know, I think uh, every show is exciting. So, uh, so there's that. But uh, this is exciting because we have uh, one of our friends from uh, from across the pond. Uh, we have uh, Kevin Duckers, who's the CEO and co-founder of. EDU, EDU group. Uh, I'm sure I just butchered that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he is uh, going to have some great technology and, and background to share with us on, on what's going on over there in, in Britain. So, uh, Kevin, uh, hello. Welcome to Autonomy Bytes. Hey, Andrew, Ryan. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me on here. Really exciting time. So, yeah, no, good stuff. Great. Well, before we move on, uh, so let's, uh, let's get the name of the company out there again. So you, you say it and then we'll all make notes. Yeah, no, not a problem. So the, so the company's actually pronounced IDU. Uh, I think most of the uh, most of the industry is actually pronouncing it IDU, which is obviously a lot more simpler. But yeah, it's, it, it, the actual pronunciation is IDU. Great. So uh, so very happy to have you here. And um, we're just going to kind of chat through some of your uh, technology and efforts. And uh, to get us going, um, you know, why was the company founded? And can you tell us a little bit about your mission and vision, what you've been up to? Yeah, no, yeah, no, of course, can. Uh, so the the company was founded uh, off of basic research back in 2016. Uh, I think it was probably about the time Jeff Bezos announced uh, on NBC 60 Minutes that uh, drone drone logistics was the future for e-commerce. Uh, one of the things that kind of stuck into us was, you know, what's wrong with the last last mile logistics networks today. So we kind of did a bit of research. We 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 spent about twelve months going over uh, last mile logistics, e-commerce platforms, drone technology, and then also uh, smart city, smart home applications. Uh, and we come to this finite point that that that, that kind of pointed us towards uh, integrated infrastructure or, or infrastructure to support uh, that that last inch between uh, uh, the, the drone and the actual the the, the, the premises, the property. Uh, whether that be a hospital, a clinic, uh, a, a care home, a residential property, or even a commercial, uh, a commercial building, so we we kind of founded the uh, the basics of Idu off, uh, you know, integrated infrastructure was was what we were looking at was our U, uh, USP, but the mission itself, as we've as, as we've grown over the last uh, three years, uh, the mission is to solve the last link of drone delivery. Uh, by creating the smart integrated infrastructure, which we believe is necessary for autonomous docking and, and delivery. So, you know, what we've seen in the industry so far is, is a lot of proof concepts of delivery of packages from A to B, uh, and then, it, you know, full autonomy uh, uh, in between. But once it gets to point B, uh, the drone lands on the ground, and we've seen a lot of people having to extract the packages from the fuselages or uh, even tether mechanisms, etc. Uh, so what we want to do is try and get that infrastructure in place to, uh, you know, enable commercial viability of drone delivery at scale. 
So, Kevin, as you're getting to that last inch or the last mile, as we often say, uh, over on this side of the Atlantic, can you talk a little bit about the technology that you're using to get there, specifically as it relates to autonomy and maybe some automated cap- capabilities that you're developing? Yeah, no, of course. So we, when we started off, we, we were primarily focused on e-commerce because that's where we thought the industry would move. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of noise from, from the likes of Amazon and, 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 and Google, et cetera, which we're still seeing from some of the partners today. Uh, however, as we've, as, as we've kind of diversified th- through, the, uh, uh, through the business space or through the, you know, the ecosystem, we started to see a lot more focus on delivery of medical products. So our, our kind of first play on this was uh, a product which we called Smartbox. So we created this uh, autonomous mailbox that would sit in the roof of your home and be able to extract the package from the drone into the uh, directly into the home. So what we would classify as an A to B delivery, not an A to D delivery. Uh, and 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 over time, we've we've tested, we've we've completed about seven uh, seven to eight proof of concepts uh, using different drone platforms to be able to deliver packages to Smartbox uh, and having that integrated uh, uh, autonomous electronic handshake to be able to communicate between the drone and the actual uh, smart box itself. Uh, but once all of that is, is kind of done, uh, the system inside or the engineering, uh, you know, relies on a lot of neuromorphic computing. Uh, so, you know, as we would call it, lazy artificial intelligence. So it does what it needs to do when it needs to do it. Uh, so it kind of sits in our circular economy type uh, uh, uh roadmap with, within the company, not just about the products, but also the amount of power that we're using, uh, you know, looking at that, 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 that future, future space where everybody needs to be. Uh, but over time, what we've done is we've looked at, we've looked at Smartbox, we've gone through to uh, uh, MVP2. So we're now at technology readiness level eight. Uh, uh, and, and that's inclusive of, of, of software and hardware. Uh, but at the same time, Going through the 47 different iterations of Smartbox, we've now got to the point where we're, we're now focusing on new technologies and how do we develop, develop them new technologies based on what we uh, what we started with Smartbox. Uh, so our new uh, products, which we're looking to release in 2022, which is something called Smartbox AirBridge Technology, uh, would be a, uh, a piece of infrastructure that would be able to uh, in, link onto existing hospitals or new build hospitals, uh, clinics, uh, and be able to connect the medical uh, health, health, health supply chain. So yeah, we're uh, we're now focusing on that. But when we come down to the dynamics of the of the actual autonomy or you know the autonomous systems, what we're looking for realistically is the autonomous loading and unloading of the package. Now that's really dependent on what's happening in the industry. So if we look at the drone platforms themselves or the you know the airframes, majority of the drone airframes don't have an autonomous payload capability. Uh, and I'm moving away from a tethered mechanism. So I'm looking more towards a, a drone that would land on a platform, discharge a package, or be able to receive a package autonomously. There's not much going on in the industry at the moment with that. We believe from Edu that that is the, uh, that is the approach which is needed, spe- especially if we want to fit this type of technology uh, in, inside the medical uh, uh, supply chains uh, and be able to link hospitals with this type of technology. So we're, we've created the piece, hopefully, which we'll release next year, uh, uh, which would be able to do that working in sync with different partners in the UK and the EU uh, uh, to prove them concepts. When you start to look at that package delivery, is there a particular size or weight of automated delivery that you're targeting that you think is going to be key to the market growth? 
Yeah, so I think you know when we when we looked at you, you, the statistics that come out from uh, from e-commerce players like Amazon, I think they they you know they stated back in uh, 2019. So the the data is a bit older, and I apologise. But they said 86% of their parcels could actually be delivered by drone. But then it, that you know in a in a in a weight ratio of between five and six kilograms. But then we look at five and six kilograms, they might come in all different shapes and sizes. You know, you could have a, an extra long, a long tube, which is six kilograms, but actually that's not going to fit on a drone and neither will it fit on a piece of infrastructure. So I think, you know, when we look at the size as well as the, uh, the weight, we're probably looking at about, uh, as I always say to people, a size nine to 10 pair of shoes, preferably a box that size. Uh, but then you're looking at, uh, as the technology is starting to mature, you're probably looking between uh, six to six to ten kg, uh, and I think that is that, that that that's kind of the sweet spot for the industry. Yeah, that's great. And, I, and you you've touched on a little bit of this, uh, but as you're looking into the future, next steps for the company, um, do you envision uh, more uh, testing, operational implementations? Are you mostly focused on, like you said, the UK and EU? Are you looking at moving out more internationally overseas? Oh, no. Yeah, no, most definitely, Andrew. I know we've had conversations in the past. Uh, obviously, transatlantic partnerships are extremely important to us. What we want to try and do is everybody's regulatory systems are completely different at the moment. So, you know, the, the, the FAA compared to the CAA, they're probably at different stage points. One of the things that we did notice earlier on was the recognition of the need for infrastructure was picked up by the US pretty quick. Uh, whereas it, it, that wasn't the case in the UK. So we had a lot of uh, uh, conversations which we've now started to mature in North America, Canada, uh, you know, uh, and, and the US in different states uh, to be able to deploy our technology in 2022. Uh, I think also back coming back to the UK, uh, one of the focuses that we do have is obviously Future Flight Challenge uh, Phase 3, uh, which is UK government's you know, push to commercial viability of this type of technology. Uh, one one of the you know one of the main focuses in that in that space is to to kind of drive home uh, the understanding and the need uh, with regard to the infrastructure at the last inch of of, of drone delivery, especially in the medical uh, in the medical logistics systems. Uh, as as we've seen, future flight challenge phase two, uh, there's been some fantastic you know, progress, but again, it, it's 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 extremely autonomous in the middle piece of the section but as soon as that that drone lands it just returns to analog so you you have to ask you 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 have to ask them questions is this commercially viable you know the amount of man hours and people that need to be on the ground to to receive that drone to or technically to receive that package so we're hoping that if 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 our proposals are successful for future flight challenge phase three we'll be able to prove this concept throughout 2022 to 24 uh which which would be great again it's it's going to be a case of uh, walk, crawl, run, uh, where infrastructure is concerned, because nobody's really focused on it, uh, which kind of leads me into the point for also next year. Uh, we want to spend a lot of time focusing on regulatory framework. Uh, you know, what does that entail? So building regulations. We're talking about a building now that's that that's kind of a cross-pollination of a building to drone technology. Uh, we've seen this type of stuff before on, on helipads. Uh, so obviously, helipads are regulated uh, around the world, uh, but now we're saying this is in, you know our infrastructure is going to be between a helipad and a piece of grass, 
And there's no regulatory framework in existence for that. So that's another place that we want to spend quite a bit of time going through 2022 to 24 is obviously looking at that regulatory framework and getting ahead of that. So what, what are the standards which will be laid out and how do we adhere to those standards? Uh, I think one of the things that you're you're fully aware of is we're we're really excited and and we want to push forward with our engagement with uh, with uh, the autonomous air mobility and sensing. Uh, so uh, sorry, the Centre for Autonomous Air Mobility and Sensing, so CAMS, uh, which which again is is it's that transatlantic partnership with Cascade UK. So obviously being being aware of uh, uh, all of the the kind of boards across here in the UK and trying to just solidify them them transatlantic partnerships over into the US by joining some of the organisations which are doing great things over there. Uh, so I think that's also uh, uh, one of the main focuses for 2022. And I think also our, our partnerships, we've got some fantastic partnerships in the US and Canada uh, as, as we're solidifying them now. Uh, there's, there's a lot of news coming out next year, uh, obviously, on, 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 let's say, signal agreements or, uh, you know, uh, uh, partnership agreements that will, will be announced next year moving through 2022. So we, we want to spend a lot of time on that as well. Uh, obviously, we understand that, you know, to, to create this or to make this a reality, uh, collaboration is key. I don't think any one player in the industry is going to come, come, you know, come to the end with a, an end-to-end solution. I, I just think it'll be—it's just too impossible. Kevin, time goes by fast when we're enjoying a conversation, and unfortunately, we're coming close to the end of the program here. So, let me just throw one more question your way and say, you know, what what else would you like to, the audience to know about Edu? Okay, so I, I mean, from from our side, we've got some fantastic developments being released in 2022. Uh, so we've got, you know, new designs being pushed out. Uh, we've just gone through all the intellectual property uh, uh, regulatory framework and, you know, all the stuff that you need to do and, 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 and IP audit. So that should be released now in 2022. So we've got several new designs. Uh, we've got, obviously, as I say, announcements of, of great partnerships, which will be released in 2022. And again, uh, uh, scaling up the team. I think IDU is definitely a company to watch for 2022. Well, that's, uh, that's great, Kevin, and I uh, really appreciate uh, your time being on the show today. Um, like you said, uh, I think uh, people often uh, think about the the aircraft or the the mobile assets. They they forget about the infrastructure and the technology that needs to go into that, and that's a, a huge part of making all of this function. So uh, we definitely appreciated uh, being able to highlight uh, the work of ED Group and uh, and yourself and your company as you're moving all that uh, that forward on on all fronts and multiple continents. Uh, so so good work there, and uh, thanks for being with us. No, thanks very much. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Andrew and Ryan. It's, it's been a pleasure. Great. Well, uh, Ryan, we're, we're again at the end of another uh, interesting and successful show. Absolutely. They go, the time goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. So uh, I'd like to thank uh, our sponsor again, Sinclair College and the National U.S. Training and Certification Center. And uh, of course, uh, I'd like to thank all of you, uh, our listeners. Um, if you're listening to this uh, as the show is coming out, we're somewhere around the end of 2021 on the release date. And uh, so new year coming. So uh, happy holidays to everyone. Happy new year. And uh, look forward to having you all back on the show again in the uh, the next year. And so uh, Ryan, when we think about uh, ground infrastructure and all these supporting technologies, uh, you know, what, what does that make us uh, think of? Even if it's only an inch, autonomy bites. That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. See you next year.